today is a special episode. Uh, today's episode is going to be predominantly technical analysis. It'll be a short episode, but it's going to have some punch. Uh, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to go over the basics again of uh, technical analysis and how to, to read a chart. We're going to look at some some charts, obviously mainly the, the Bitcoin chart, mainly the indexes, um, and then kind of go from there. Um, and I'm going to teach people um, about a few indicators uh, that uh, don't really get broken down that much. Okay, cool. So, da -da -da -da. and then what I'm going to do in another episode is I'm going to go over the best chart patterns and I'm going to go over the best indicators in, 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 a, in a separate episode. So this is going to be like a two-part episode. Uh, this is part one of it, uh, where we're just going to go over the basics. Um, and then the next one, like I said, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go into a little bit more detail. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, so first thing you need whenever it comes to any technical analysis uh, is a little known thing called TradingView. So why do we use TradingView? TradingView is the most commonly used um, platform for doing technical analysis um, and looking at charts. Um, not too sure ex exactly the numbers of, of users, uh, but I'm going to explain my processes and the way that I look at charts and the way that I do my analysis. Um, technical, analysis technical analysis is one of those things where it's up to the individual. It's very subjective. Uh, it's not meant to be. It's meant to be objective. But once you're doing it for a while, you realize that literally your mood, what's happened to you in that day, um, if you're angry, if you're excited, completely changes what you see on the charts. So this right here is uh, we're looking at the VTI. And let's break down some of the things that we can see on the, the VTI. Now, the VTI is one of the biggest um, indexes that are, are going, uh, biggest ETFs, we should say, um, and it's the total stock market um, is in this. I think there's this one's the one with around 4,000 stocks in it. Um, and as we can see, this pink line here, this is what we call the 200 MA. Now, the 200 MA, what does it do? Is it shows us the average price for the last 200 days. So we can see what tends to happen is when the price goes below the 200 MA, it tends to stay below it for, for a while. And that's that's normally a negative sign if the price goes below the 200 MA. Now, if the price goes above the 200 MA, that's normally a really positive sign. And we can see that right here. Like the price is just boom, like that. So really 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 good positive sign um right now for the markets that the price has hit once hit twice and again if we zoom in we can actually see that it's actually not even twice multiple times one two maybe you could count that one three four um and now it's moving to the upside so what we do is we look at that on the daily but we can then also look at it on the weekly. But this 200 now is showing us what's happened for the last 200 weeks. So this is the 200-week movement of the markets. 
So we can see again the average. So how many weeks has that been? That's been since uh, October. We've been above the 200 week mark. Yeah, I mean that's a good positive sign that the markets are in an uptrend. If if we have something like that, so is everybody clear with me so far on the the two on the 200 MA? Yep. Sure uh, quick, quick question um how do you get that indicator the 200 ma indicator great question so you get that by literally going here on indicators and you type mm -hmm. ma and it comes up with moving average okay cool. from moving average all you do is you click on the settings and then you change length to 200 to nine whatever you you, you want it to be mm -hmm. now because you asked such a great question uh, I feel like I should give you some more bonus sauce. Should I give you some more bonus sauce? Should yes. I? Go yes. on then. I'll give yes. you one more. Yes. So there is actually a, a a moving average that is quite popular amongst uh, more senior analysts, uh, like pro pro analysts. They don't really look at the seventy-two. They like the the two hundred. They like looking at the seventy-two. Uh, the seventy-two. We can see on the weekly again has got some kind of confluence. We can see when it hit here, came down, and we can see again the price rejected the 72 week here. So there is some kind of correlation with the 72 on the weekly. Let's see if we've got a correlation on the 72 daily. And again, again, this could be objective, this could be subjective, this could be you have me having a cognitive bias and seeing what I want to see. But what I do see, in my opinion, is that the 72 moving average on the daily, we've got one touch, another touch, and it bounced up. And then we've got another touch here where it kind of merged, and then it's it's come back, back up. So, again, you could say that the 72 does have a bit of influence um, on, on the price. Now, the reason for that is the more people that use the moving averages, the more people that are likely to put buy entries or stops or sell entries on those price on those levels so that's what it is it's it's kind of like making up a rule societal making up of a rule the more people that do something and you can convince them to do something and that it's important mm. then then it's easier to kind of control and manipulate and and move 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 people around now what we have to bear in mind is at the end of the day, the people don't move the markets. What moves the markets is the whales. And if they are like, oh, you know what? Screw this 72 moving average. Screw this 200 moving average. I'm selling 500 million or 500 billion of, of this, this asset. It's going to go like all TA goes out the window. All technical analysis mean, means nothing if whales decide to kind of do whatever they, they, they want to do. So this is why some people argue that technical analysis is completely pointless uh because if the whales decide that they want to make a move on something then your technical analysis means mean means nothing yeah, but right. let's go to bitcoin and let's see what we can see here so on the 72 on bitcoin we can see that we are well we've been below the 72 on bitcoin for a while you see, it's only temporarily was above it, and that was in July 2021. 
Oh, actually, no. Before then, it was above it. So we had a really good period all the way from just after lockdown. So the 20th of April, it was basically above it, dipped on below it for a bit there, stayed above it, above it, above it, above it, above it, above it for from September all the way up until May, dipped below it, came up above it a little bit, below it, below it, below it, below it, below it, below it. Below it, below it. And now we're back up above it. But now the, the, the question to ask yourself is, where from here? But now this is where we would check the weekly. And again, we're below it on the weekly. And now what we would do is we would change that to the 200. So I'm going to change it back to the 200. So I personally know that some people use the 72, but I prefer the 200 just because that's what everyday normal people are using. That's what retail traders are, are using. Um, so it's easy to kind of go, right, if I was a whale and I was institutional, let's consider what I would do to ruin everyone's day if they think that this 200 is here. <laughs> Does that make sense? So you want to kind of, you got to kind of use what retail are seeing, but also kind of go, what would ruin everyone's day and ruin everyone's analysis? Um, so perfect example, this here. This was a clear uh, 200 mark on the 200 weekly. So loads of people would have thought, oh, yeah, if it hits this, it's going to go down. So loads of people would have tried to short Bitcoin here and then mm. it breaks through. And then when it breaks through, loads of people would have been like, oh, my God, it's going to go all the way up. And then yeah. that's what happens. It comes down. So that's just pure, perfect psychological manipulation right there. Um, and now we've got this point here. Now, because that's happened before, now people are going to be totally convinced it's going to do the opposite of what happened here. And what's happened? Has it done the opposite? No. It's literally done the right thing. It's like they they've, they've thought, oh, okay, last time when it came up to it, the 200 acted as a resistance. It's not going to, and, and then it didn't. So now people would go, right, I'm going to trade Bitcoin up. Uh, I'm going to trade it. Um, yeah, it's going to it's going to break the resistance again, like it did last time, but it doesn't, as you can see here. So let's go to the 200 day. So this is my personal favorite one is the 200 day. Um, so there's actually a stat um, about the 200 day that. If you was to, and it only works on a long-term basis though, um, that if you use the 200 day, um, then you could actually, um, and you only invested when the markets were above the 200 day, and then you sold every time it was below the 200 day, then you'd actually make more than just traditional dollar cost averaging. But you'd have to do that over like a five, 10 year period. So go and go and do your, uh, research on the 200 day moving average dollar cost averaging and uh go and go and look at those, those those stats so that's that first bit there on the 200 moving average on on bitcoin now i said i would treat people if uh, we got a certain amount of people in today uh, and we did so uh what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna who wants to see how to hack chat gpt when it comes to investing in stocks. Hey, listen. 
Okay, let me let me let me let me give that. Or should I give that one after the show? I'll I'll give that one after the show because that's that's a crazy one that I'm gonna that, that I'm giving that 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 should be paid information. That should be so I'll give if anyone that stays to the end, and remember this is a short episode, uh, I'll show you how to hack chat GPT um and get it to do to give you financial advice, even though it shouldn't give you financial advice. Oh my god, magic prompts, yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, so <laughs> don't talk about saving me. So let's let's go back to the the basic TA for now. So what is this red line in the middle? This red line in the middle is what we would call a support line, um, or it could be classed as a resistance line. So the basics of a support line is where an area where psychologically a lot of people are buying. So we can see what's happening here is the price has come down and it looks like it it basically makes a floor and the price mm-hmm. bounces off it and then it does it around here and it doesn't it's like a floor that it's, it's really struggling to go below so this is where this is something that kids can do so Arisha, this is something that i was I, I wanted to do with with your young ones and teach them that i, I think even six-year-olds can learn how to identify supports and resistances i think maybe 10-year-olds could start doing um trend lines um and yeah so support is this like this like that um and then the resistance is more when you've got a ceiling so this like actually that's not a good one let me find a good one there we go that's that's a good one here so do you see this here like how it's acted as a ceiling and the price came up came down came up hit the ceiling came down and then it broke through that resistance and then it that's that's what we'd call a breakout so everybody familiar on the supports and resistances and the major support that we've got here that has been there for a while was this 29k level but now we're in a brand new place so bitcoin's all the way down here and look at this beautiful support that's just here at eighteen thousand. can you see it it's like a clear level that Whenever it gets to there, there's some whale that's going and dumping a load of money in it and, and keeping the price where, where, where they want to keep the price. Um, so it's very unlikely that it's retail that creates supports on Bitcoin. Very, very unlikely. It's possible, but it's just very, very unlikely. Um, so, yeah, keep 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 that in mind. Okay, cool. So let's go on to the uh, the next bit. What did I have in my notes for uh, to show you? Uh, oh yeah, the trend on the daily. Okay, cool. So uh, then we have something called a trend line. So a trend line is just the the direction that something's going in. So we can see here there's a clear trend of Bitcoin going up yeah yeah and it's a super clear trend because when we look at it look how many times the price is basically touching this white line do we see that one two three four five six seven eight like that and then again here 
So what we would expect when you have a trend is the trend to continue and Bitcoin to move up from here. Now, what would cause a mass panic is if it broke below this trend, then people would be like, oh, no, where's it going to stop? Just like the tweeny clock, where does it stop? Next place should be the 200 moving average is where it would. People would think that it's going to stop. The next place after that would be the previous support, which is here, which is acting also as a resistance. So that'd be 18,000. So you got this, this level and this level are the, are, the, are the next stops. Hopefully that makes sense to everybody. So we've got support at 21K and we've got support at 25K from what I said I found. So we've got this one here as well, 21. Oh. that nice support there so potentially might break out come down to here then go back up and then got another one there and then my next one was at 18,400 I don't know why I put it there 18,486 I had Hmm. So I seem to have earlier calculated that, but yeah, I'm gonna say it's a little bit lower. It's just a little bit lower. Okay, cool. So that's that. Um, and then the weekly trend. Now let's go to to the weekly. See if we can see a trend on the weekly. Not quite. But what we can see is what we would class as a wedge. Um, so this is where you can see this up here and we can kind of see this is acting as a top hat and creating like this triangle kind of thing in, in between. When you have this normally, what ends up happening, or if you have this, so now that we've come out to the weekly, do you see that we can see this support that we couldn't, this resistance that we couldn't see before? Yeah. So one, two, three, four. Yeah, at the 25K mark. On the daily, we couldn't see that. But on the weekly, you can. So this is why they say, if in doubt, zoom out. So now when we look at it, we've got this resistance here where it's touched one, two, three, four times. Plus, you've got the 200-week moving average acting as, as a cap on it. So that gives you double confirmation and increases the likelihood that the market probably wasn't going to break above Bitcoin was probably wasn't going to break above 25k. Um, hence why we're going down now. Okay, so then I'm going to show you this is a bit more of an advanced tool, but I'll show it you. I'm not going to break it down how it works. We've got previous episodes where we've done that, and then we know now normally do it in, in lessons. And this is a tool called the Elliott Wave. Where's Elliott? Where's Elliott Wave? Where's it gone? Okay, cool. So Elliott Wave is a theory that looks at um, um, price structures um, of how markets move uh, with five waves to the upside and then an ABC correction is what it's called. So let's look at it on the daily because that's, that's where most people look at it. Um, and it will give us an idea of normally you have to plot these yourself, but TradingView updated 
and now does it automatically for you. So we can see here, we got this movement here. One, two, three, all the way up, and three is always the biggest, then four down, then five. So that would now mean we are now in the A movement, which has just happened. It's come down. Now the next movement would suggest that it's B, which would suggest that actually the market is, Bitcoin is going to go up, but it's going to get to about 24K and then come down for its final C leg, which will probably bring it down to around 21K. So let's see and remember in a couple of months time if this Elliott wave was accurate and if, well, not even months, days. So up to here is what? Uh, how many days is that? Let's see if the Elliott wave was accurate on the 18th of March. Somebody note to check in uh, if this played out. Obviously, if it breaks this trend line, then the Elliott wave's wrong. But we're just assessing how many things are in favor of this to go up. So we've got the support line. We've got, we're above the 200 moving average. And we've got a trend line. So that's three things plus the Elliott wave suggesting Bitcoin's probably very likely to go up from here to, to where it is. But we clearly know it's probably going to struggle at 25. Cool. So that's that on the Elliott wave. Um, and then, yeah, I said it was, it was going to be a short one today because uh, I've got some stuff to do. Uh, so I'm going to wrap that up there. So I'm going to stop the YouTube and now I'm going to show you the chat GPT thing. So thanks for watching. Anyone that watched uh, today's episode, uh, especially if you're watching it on Voice of Crypto as well. Uh, that's been really great. <laughs>